0: Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a teaching with TBA rabbinic resident Jackie Honig. It's really funny. I was here last night with Rabbi Shapiro. I was giving the drash and he also got up and started that jackie is speaking but i have the microphone so i'm gonna say something and he came really close to what i thought i was gonna say and i was like this is gonna be terrible and then it just happened again rabbi shots was like jackie's teaching but i have the mic and then also again she started talking about utro, and i was like oh no she's gonna like take my punchline and this is gonna be the end of it um thankfully it's scooping apparently they call that scooping um well i almost got scooped twice this shabbos um and i got scooped zero times in the end so that worked out um i am actually really kind of excited by this Eutro is this really interesting character that we see um and there's all sorts of stuff about him and why does he get a parsha and who is he and why do we talk about him being a midianite priest um and all of these things um so we're not going to answer basically any of those questions, but they are out there. Um, I think he's really cool that he's this non, somewhere between, he's a he's a garrison, he's somewhere between a convert and a sojourner, it's unclear because biblical Hebrew, um, but he gets a Parsha named after him, and one that's kind of a big deal. So I wanted to talk about Dietro. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of a dive into who he is, um, kind of two lessons from him one a lesson from him from torah and one sort of a modern midrash on Yitro, and where's the where's the tom, where's the lesson in that so the first thing on the source sheet is is rashi um on right at the beginning of our parsha um we're asked you might one might ask who is yitro um so rashi tells us sheva shimot ni, ni kru lo he was called by seven names rauel Yeter, Yitro, Chovav, Hever, Keni, and Putiao. So, seven names, and it gives us the reasons. Normally, I would ask someone to read, but for the sake of Zoom, I'm sorry, you all have to just listen. Um, so he was called Yeter, which is different from Yitro, because he added, um, they believe that because of him, a section was added to the Torah. Also, this is all just Rashi on it, Um, because we will come to a different, a different, slightly different answer. Um, So we have Yitro, we have Yeter, Yitro, so he was called, because when he became a proselyte and fulfilled the design precepts, one more letter was added to his name. So Rashi here is suggesting that his name was Yeter, and when he, when he, um, when he comes over to Judaism, they add a letter and he becomes Yitro, similar to what was seen with Avram, Avraham, Sarai, because he loved the Torah. Um, And for sure, Chovav is Yitro. So there are questions in a couple of places. Might they be talking about someone else? Are they for sure talking about Yitro? Um, Because it says, and I'm actually going to skip it for now because I've brought all the sources. Um, But Rashi is sure it is correct to say that Chovav is Yitro. But as to Reuel, there are some who say that he is not identical to Yitro. So Reuel is another name. And Rashi here is suggesting that maybe it's a different person overall. Um, So he continues. And he explains that, ooh, the rain. If you're on Zoom, you probably can't hear it. But the rain is picking up here. It's getting a little bit louder. Um, And so Rashi is saying Reuel may be a different person. So I was intrigued. I have heard this before, but I've never had the sources. So I'm going to pause for a minute. Does anyone have any thoughts? Things you've, things you've learned, anything. I know we just went through, like, a quick list, but, like, anything coming up. Rabbi Schatz. You got to be real loud with that, right? <laughs> so Rabbi Schatz mentioned that she can't think of any other characters that get as many names as as Yitro, except for God. Um, that God has all of these names and all of these different aspects. And not comparing God and Yitro necessarily, but just showing where is attention paid to that. Um... Okay, so I went ahead and went to find um, all of these sources to try to find where we see these names. Maybe there's a connection, maybe we know why. So we're going to start in Exodus. Um, We're going to start, they go, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they go in order that they appear... Mostly. They're mostly in order that they appear in the Tanakh, though there's one a little bit later that's out of order. So this is actually when we see him before this week's Parsha. When Paro learned of the matter, he sought to kill Moshe, but Moshe fled from Paro. He arrived, oh sorry, if you don't have a source sheet and you're in a Chumash or a Tanakh, it's it's Exodus 2, 15 to 18 that I'm reading. He arrived in the land of Midian and sat down beside a well. Now, the priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came to draw water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. But shepherds came and drove them off. Moses rose to their defense, and he watered their flock. When, he returned, when they returned to their father, he, Reuel, he said, How is it that you have come back so soon today? So here we see this priest of Midian with seven daughters, and his name is Ra'uel, and he's equated to Jethro, but he's not called to Yitro, and he's not called that here. So that's the first time we see this, this priest of Midian. And so here we have, this is also still not the Suitskarsha, sorry. We're in Exodus 4, verse 18. Moses went back to his father-in-law, Yeter, Jether in the English, and said to him, let me go back to my kinsmen in Egypt and see how they are faring. And Yitro, Jethro, said to Moses, go in peace. So here we have in one verse, we have Moshe and Yitro, and we have both Yeter and Yitro in the same same verse. Um, Still all before this week's Parsha. So now we've got both. And now we have this week's Parsha. We're in Exodus still Shemot, chapter 18, verse 1. Yitro, Jethro, priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, Heard all that God had done for Moses and for his people. And I'll, it, it continues on a little bit. I put some more verses because it is this week's Parsha that we just read. Yeah, that we're reading. Sorry, I got... Days get confusing with Parsha and what we read and all of that. Um, so here we have Yitro in today's Parsha named Yitro. Um, we're going to fast forward a book to Numbers Bami Bar 10.29, and we're again... So here's where we're going to get real confusing. Moses said to Hobab, son of Reuel the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law. We are setting out for the place of which the Lord has said, I will give it to you. There's a little bit more in the verse, but that's his name. So here's where we get real confusing. So if you look at the Hebrew, Vayomer Moshe LeChobab Ben Reuel Hamidiani. So it seems clear here that he's speaking to Chovev ben Re'uel, Hamidiani. Ten Moshe is where we get a little confusing. Who of these people is the father-in-law of Moshe? It's a little unclear. So this is where we get kind of sticky. And so I'm going to pause there again. If anyone, like what, what especially that piece maybe, especially if you're familiar with Hebrew or anything like that, we, I just went quickly through a lot of sources um, but is anything kind of coming up? Does it feel sticky? Does it feel familiar? Does it feel where's that? Where's that sitting? You got to be real loud. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> so, yeah, don't no, don't apologize. So Bob has brought up Bob's flat-out claim is it's bad editing, um, and really is explaining is kind of talking about you're talking about documentary hypothesis before I misquote you, um, which. I love and i think is so interesting that all of these stories are coming out of different sources and i'll kind of add a little bit to that that they may have been different stories passed down from different people who had different names for the same person the same way that if you i will i will fully confess if you meet people who knew me when i was a kid my name was Jacqueline. if you called me jackie when i was like five I, you might as well have called me sam or susan like i just would not respond Um, And so people who know me from when I'm little still to this day call me Jacqueline. Um, But if most of you called me Jacqueline, I would be very confused and a little, maybe a little put off. Um, But still, there's that that tradition. And so Bob is bringing in that these stories came, potentially came from different authors who had different traditions. But they're still, Bob, you still think they're all talking about the same person, just different people referred to him in different ways. Okay, so... (laughs) I wish, I wish everyone on Zoom could see Bob's expression. There was a little bit of a, like, I'm not going to do it very well, but a little bit of a, like, um, sort of situation in this last one, the last one from, um, sorry, I flipped my sheet, from Bamid Bar, um, where we get really confused, Khobav and Ra'uel, who is who is Ra'uel, father-in-law, grandfather. That's where we get really sticky on that. Um, so probably all one person, that one muddies the water a little bit. Um, but we've got we've got a, a, a staked claim in same person, different stories with the asterisks of one. So the next source I think is very interesting. This one I think was my favorite. Um, so we've got um, Shemot uh, chapter six, verse twenty-five, and then we have Targum Yonatan on it, which I love. Um, sometimes Targum on Torah can be really helpful if there's a word. Um, that you don't know, and also sometimes it'll be interesting because, as all translation does, all translation comes with interpretation. You have to pick a word when you've got some options. So the verse reads, "And Aaron's son Elazar, yeah, no, Elazar ben Aaron. So Elazar, the son of Aaron, took to wife one of Pudiel's daughters, and she bore him Hinchas. So if you, so that's just the beginning of that verse. And if you look at the Targum, the Elazar Ba'ar Haron. So we're definitely talking about the same guy, Elazar son of Aaron. So and and so Elazar ben Aaron took a wife from the daughters of Yitro. So so Yonatan so Yonatan is saying that Pudial is Yitro, and he's drawing it straight in. If you only ever read Targum Yonatan, if this was the tradition you had grown up with, you would just know that this is the same person. Um, so that I think is really interesting—is this kind of ancient source that's sort of unmuddying the waters for us a little bit. And then we step out of Torah. We're going to step into. Um, we're going to step into. The rest of Naf, sorry, my brain. I looked at the time and my brain got a little fried. Um, so we see in Shoftim, we're gonna get the last two names. Um, we're gonna get the descendants of K of the Canaanite, the father-in-law of Moses, went up with the Judites from the city of Psalms. So Uvne Kni Choten Mosha. So here we're gonna get Knee, we're gonna get six. And then we have last, we have the last one, Vechever hakeni, nifrad, miken. Now, Vechever, the Kenite, had separated from the other Canaanites, Descendants of Chovab, father-in-law of Moshe. So we have one more where it looks like it might be Yitro, but then he's also descendant from Chovab. It's, yeah, so in the Hebrew, if you look at it, So the trope gives us a little bit of a hint of where this Choten Moshe goes to. It possibly goes to Chovav, and it's possible it's referring to Chavar. So we again get that little bit of muddied who's who. I think this one might be a little bit more clear, but Rashi and also, as we'll see, Michalta also thinks that this is a name. So I'm actually gonna skip the Mekhlata just for time, um, but it's there. And again, he's gonna list all the names, and he is gonna um, he comes to slightly different he comes to different reasons than Rashi, but he's gonna give you the same seven names. Um, I actually like the Mekhlata's the Mechilta's reasoning. It's also a lot shorter and a lot clearer, like three words at a time. Here's why he's got all these names. So now that we might or might not know who Yitro is, we're sure that he's the father-in-law of Moshe. Might have some other names, unclear. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the story that happens in the Parsha. Um, it We actually, we didn't read it today. We'll read it on Shabbos. but the story is here. It's a very, um, it's a great story. Um, I'm going to summarize quickly just again for time, but then I'll read the specific part I want to focus on. Moshe is sitting and listening to the people all day and all day. And... And Petra says, why are you, why are you sitting as all these people stand and come to you? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And Moses says, because God said so. When there's a problem they come to me and I decide. So we're going to look at verse 17, chapter 18, verse 17 in Shemote, if you are not looking at the source sheet. Um, But Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing you are doing is not right. You will surely wear yourself out and these people as well but the task is too heavy for you. You cannot do it alone. I don't know about anyone else, but I love that. Like that is a thing that I think I need in my life and so many of us need. Um, And it's a lesson that we see again. I've brought in Pirkei Avot. This is one of, um, arguably one of the more famous pieces of Pirkei Avot if the entire thing itself is not famous. Um, Rabbi Tarfon used to say, it is not your duty to finish the work, but neither are you at liberty to neglect it. And so we see this, this wisdom from Yitro coming through all the way all these years later um, about it's too much. You can't do it. You can't do it all on your own. You don't have to do it all on your own. Um, and yeah, I think that's a cool, we're seeing it both in Torah and Pirkei of ways to live our lives. Um, so I'm going to pause there again. I have one more lesson time dependent, um, but, but I just want to see like, does that resonate with people? Does that feel challenging? Does that feel easy? How does that, how does that sit? How does that feel? I, I don't want to call you out. Good. I got a thumbs up. Yeah. Rabbi Schatz is going to go back to Yitra. Okay. So I'm going to try to summarize this. So no, 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 it's good. It's really good. Just, I want everyone to be able to hear it. Um, Rabbi Shots brings in a thought that maybe um, that these names are describing character traits, which I think actually is what the Mechelta is getting at. I think I think Rashi, to some extent, is touching on this, and this is really what the Makhleta is getting at, is these are character traits. And also that, like, different people, she gave the example, her her father calls her one thing, her siblings call her another, versus congregants and friends and all of that. And so maybe, like, Hovav is something that Moshe, that Moshe calls him out of closeness or out of love, and so these names are more descriptive than prescriptive, quote. Um direct quote there. Um, but they're more descriptive than prescriptive, and they really talk about the relationship and who Yitur was as a human or Reuel was as a human instead of just he had seven different names because his parents put a lot on his birth certificate or because we didn't know who he was. Quote Rebecca, Shupp, Robert Rebecca Um, I am going to leave you on... Oh, yeah, I've got someone being voluntold that they'd like to share. Great. So we've got a kind of a sum, summation, which is great. I think I'm going to I'm going to hold what you said for one second because I'm going to point out what the last thing is and then I'm going to use your summary and call it a day. Um, I am. I'm just going to, just going to, I'm going to scoop that. Scoop David. Yeah. Although you said it first. So um, the last thing that I brought, which I really love, but I would encourage you to look at is the song through heaven's eyes from the Prince of Egypt. Um, Modern Midrash. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, and I brought a piece from Megillah from Masakhat Megillah about um, about reading about reading Torah and how all these people are praiseworthy. Um, and really the point in this um, is just about you have to just have perspective on, on on what people are and who's good and who's great and all of those things. And I would encourage you to read it. I think it's really interesting. Um, if not, I wouldn't have put it on here. But um, what David said that I'm going to scoop and use as a conclusion is that it's really great to sit and study together and to be able to bring these two ideas to bring documentary hypothesis from Bob and another a character explanation from Rabbi Shatz, I um, mean really bring them together and that they're not in conflict. And that when we look at these things, it's incredible to be able to find different perspectives. And and I'm going to add that this is what this is what I love about Torah and about text study, and especially about Parsha because we do it every year. Um, and so we get to come back and we get to find new things and we get to connect them in new ways. And it's this sort of spiral of learning like math, like you used to learn four plus one and then you learn four plus negative one. And, and it sort of spirals. And I feel like Torah often gives us the same opportunity to sit and take what we know and just keep adding to it and adding to it and spiraling back around year after year. Um, so I hope you found something, something new in this and something to add from any sort of perspective and hopefully... Now, next, Travis, you hear the story about Yitro, a.k.a. these six other names. um, You'll have something new. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am, Los Angeles, go to TBA. LA.org.